Hi everyone, my name is Yesenia. And I'm Carissa. And welcome back to the Phasing In Podcast. 2023 edition. Hey guys, so hi, welcome back. Like Carissa said, it's 2023 and we have been gone for quite a while. Like four (laughs) months, I think. (laughs) Um, Just to let you guys know, we are students and we just got busy with lives and we been to a few shows yeah, <laughs> between that time we met a few people we've been to concerts we've lived our lives and now we are back <laughs> um just to give you guys a little update because we do want to brag um we went to a fan event for gabriel iglesias which is a comedian that goes by the name of fluffy Woo-hoo. we were part of the group who got to see his comedy special for the very first time and it was fun because we got like merch and we got to meet him and he did a q a it was just overall a good day yeah he treated us to popcorn free drinks a lot of the merch from like the dodger stadium special so it was just for this. free for free <laughs> it was so awesome um secondly me and carissa on october 24th we went to go see harry styles for harry his styles. love on tour um we got ben harper saying boyfriend so we got that at least and yeah other concerts we went to included Ricky Montgomery at the Observatory, which is a very belated birthday yes. celebration. Oh my for gosh! The band members had COVID during May, my birthday time, so they postponed it to November. But I still had a great time because it was actually my half birthday, so <laughs> it was still a birthday concert. Um, we also got last minute tickets to go see the Jonas Brothers oh, for yeah. free. For free. So we went to Bacon Stadium or Bank of California Stadium, mm-hmm. and we got to go see that. The openers were amazing. I'm obsessed with Duckworth. Yes. And Behold um, was also performing as well. She did a really good job. Um, Who else? Oh, and the biggest brag, I think, for us. The biggest flex that we can do. We assist, or we attended Elton John's last performance in North America. At the Dodgers Stadium. At Dodgers Stadium. That was broadcasted on Disney+. Plus. We were there. Oh we were up we in the nosebleeds, but, but we, we were, were there. there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a fun night, very emotional night, because obviously that's the last time that... That was the first and last time that I'm ever going to be able to see Elton John. Mm-hmm. We dressed up to the nines. We, I bedazzled an entire outfit to look like um, his iconic Dodger jersey that he wore mm-hmm. in the 70s when he first uh, attended and played at the Dodger Stadium. And it was just amazing. We it did was a once in a lifetime experience that we're never going to experience again, oh, unless we go to Europe. Oh uh, no! But who thing. has the funds? I know we have no money. <laughs> we have no money. Um, other than that, I think those are the big plot points yeah. that happened. Um, Smaller flex, but bigger flex. Uh, we also saw Donatella Versace at a Petco the morning we went to see Elton. So that was that a- was out of pocket. That was weird. That was crazy. Uh-huh. And it was the way we broke down. <laughs> and broke in the car. Because I needed to go pee. And I was like, we were by the Troubadour. And I'm like, there's a peck over there. I'm going to ask. Because in LA, it's very, like, not common to use, like, public restrooms. Or not a lot of places offer public restrooms. Mm-hmm. Luckily, this guy did. So we went and then came out. And it was on a Versace. Yeah, she so. was just right there shopping with her four bodyguards. And we were like, oop, that's we're LA. Like, Let's go. We need to go. Before she sees our Amazon bot outfits. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, let me see. I went to go see Harry one more time with some friends. Um, we were supposed to see him two more times, but he got sick. So that's a bummer. I am going to see him on the 29th, though. That's cool. For the last time this year. Goodness. Um, 
Yeah, and then I was supposed to see Greta Van Fleet again twice. R.I.P. to that. They postponed, and I don't want to talk about that any further. That was a traumatic event. Yes. I have a vendetta against them now because of that. <laughs> I have secondhand mad. Um, I guess that's it. Without further ado, let's get into the episode because it's been four months and a lot has happened. dedicate this episode to jeremy renner and his family um wishing jeremy renner a speedy recovery uh due to his accident on new year's day mm-hmm. right it was new year's day and um, um he's a trooper all. we yep. need you hawkeye we know that he's gonna have a safe and speedy recovery and we're just glad he's back at home now yes we're glad that he's discharged and that he it looks like he's gonna make a full recovery he's hawkeye he has to <laughs> he has to yes <laughs> Um, But speaking of Hawkeye and the MCU, I guess let's get into one of the first things that's like fresh in our minds, uh, which was another big movie that everyone was waiting on is Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. Oh yeah, this came out when? This November? I think so. I think November, October or November? November, November. Yes, November, yes. Um, This is a very excellent movie. I give it a rating of 9 out of 10. I... I, oh, your opinion changed. No, I told you. I, I gave it like a seven and a half, eight. Ooh, okay. Um, when I went to go see it with Carissa, there was times when I was on my phone and like scrolling because I was like, Loki, this is getting kind of boring. Um, but I will say honorable mention to Angela Bassett and Teno Huerta. Angela Bassett, who's also winning so many awards yes. for Best Supporting Actress, which is amazing because MCU movies, while they might get nominated, they never win these type of awards. Mm-hmm. And Angela Bass is just kicking it out of the park. Her scenes were extremely powerful in this movie. A true standout in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, all scenes with Nanosha, I think, were in my opinion. Not because he's also really cute. But, um, jokes aside, he was a really good actor and a real standout in this um, film. Advocating for more diversity in, um, in films like this. Now, I know there's like... like controversy because a lot of some people saying that this movie isn't representing Latinos it's representing indigenous people and then other people are like well this is representing all types of brown people because Mm -hmm. it's literally like we never see any type of Hispanic Latino or even indigenous person on that scale in superhero movies or in any movie like any big movie like that in general Mm -hmm. in my opinion it's just a way to celebrate you know Latinos and indigenous people Mm -hmm. Um, but just seeing like our people my skin tone up there it just that was what made me emotional and just the fact that it spoke Spanish and all these languages and the beautiful immersion of these cultures the way they like they spoke like in the indigenous language that was they spoke like six languages in the movie and the director even thought that it was going to be a difficult time for viewers but everyone seemed to be in consensus that it was a really smart move for them to play yeah it was totally amazing um Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but it's already been months. Yeah, since so where were out. you? Where are you? I think it's supposed to come out on Disney Plus in like the next the couple next weeks. week or so. Um, but for the end credit scene, again, I bold. Um, but we got word or we got shown that King T'Challa has Prince T'Challa. Uh, <laughs> uh, Literally, when he's like, What's your name? and they're like, My name is, is Prince T'Challa, son of King T'Challa. I, I like, was oh, on like, the floor sobbing at the I was sobbing throughout the entire movie there was not a dry eye in the audience mm-hmm. and the fact that the entire audience during the first couple, five minutes of the movie was dead silent out of respect 
that's another thing about this movie. It is a love letter and it is a perfect um, homage and a just a well way to round out that Black Panther character that mm-hmm. while it was taken away like unexpectedly mm-hmm. um, or not unexpectedly but like sooner than it was what was a good tribute to Tra- yeah. Chadwick it was a good send off to Chadwick Boseman um, his Black Panther and a good introduction into Sherry's Black Panther mm-hmm. so after Black Panther um, the holidays rolled around and Disney ended up uh presenting another special presentation on Disney Plus and it was the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Um this was one of James Gunn's which we're going to talk about James Gunn later on um because there's a lot to talk about. Oh boy, there is. Um but this is one of like his second to last project with um the MCU with Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um but I loved it. It was a cute little holiday special. It was all about um the Guardians or at least Mantis and Drax trying to bring back that Christmas magic to Quill because you know he's a human and he's yeah. celebrating Christmas and yeah it was fun Kevin Bacon had his own little cameo in it which is hilarious I um, think everyone gave a really good performance I thought it was a really good comedy I'd be watching every single Christmas from yes, now on we saw a side of Mantis that we no- normally don't see <laughs> and got drunk oh my god the, I love it oh my gosh her freaking anger is what killed me I just like every time she's like Drax why <laughs> Um, also, um, we're gonna, spoiler alert, I guess, for everything we talk about, but they give each other gifts at the end, mm-hmm. and one of the major gifts that kind of left everyone like, what the hell, you know, was the fact that, was it Nebula? Nebula. Nebula gave Rocket Bucky's arm. arm, and everyone was like, where did that come from? Now we need a holiday special to show what that trip was about, because at the end credit scene of um, the holiday special, you see Rocket and I believe Cosmo uh, decorating Groot like a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. It he lowers his arms and ruins the Christmas tree, and then Rocket's like, "Oh, I guess we're gonna need another special presentation or another holiday special." Mm-hmm. And so, another holiday special. Well, not James Gunn directed. Sad times. Um, yeah. What else happened? Oh, um, Mantis and. Quill are half siblings, so yes. they're brother and sister. That's a big thing. That... They were gonna confirm that at the end of the last movie, but I think it was just cut from the movie entirely. Mm-hmm. But it was still one of those um, cutscenes that. And I like the fact that it. they did it in this way mm-hmm. because it's Christmas and it's all about family. And then she just wanted to do something nice with her brother, which is all that it nice. narrowed. That was so nice. Which is all that it narrowed down to, which was really nice. Oh, it was so good. Anything else important happened in the special? Um, I mean, the songs were really good. They were also really, they were really catchy. If there's anything James Gunn knows how to do, is pick a soundtrack. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, we also got the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 trailer, Volume 3. Um, first and foremost, RIP to Drax and Rocket. And <laughs> they, it doesn't seem like they're going to be making it out of there. Um, well, it was confirmed, even by Dave Bautista himself, that this is his last MCU film and his last time he's going to be in Esdrax. So whether they kill him off or they send that character like off like in his own merry way, you know, I think I already said this before, mm-hmm. but I'm just grateful, I guess, for the comedy that Drax gave us. Um, it's literally such, like, his laugh is so iconic. It is an iconic um, laugh. Literally, but... I'll do you one better. <laughs> Why, Why is Gamora? Gamora? Like, that's <laughs> such an iconic scene. 
Um, and yeah, anything you have to say about the trailer? Yeah, I know he wants to move into more like serious roles, but I'm glad that he got to experience this role and give a well-rounded character mm-hmm. to and add it to his resume. And it, he brought a lot of smiles to everyone's faces. Yeah, this is going to be also James Gunn's last project with the MCU. Yeah. Which, like I said before, like literally a couple minutes ago, <laughs> we're going to talk about James Gunn and all he's done and all he's going to do um, with both MCU and the DCEU, but I feel like James Gunn, no matter what he's doing to the DCU, he left a really good mark on the MCU. He mm-hmm. made Guardians his own. He made some of the funniest characters, and I just hope wherever, because this is also the last time where we're gonna see all the Guardians together as the Guardians. Mm-hmm. So I hope no matter what happens to each character and where each character goes, that that still like that same comedy and script writing and directorial decisions still continue on even with other directors and even with other stories that they might be in. Ditto. Well said. Next up, and the MCU trailers that have been dropping for the last couple of months, Ant-Man's Quantumania. Mm. Oh my gosh, when that Elton John song came on, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. We just triggered by Elton. We were triggered by (laughs) Elton, because this is the same time that we went to the show, so we are just like, oh, it's meant to be. But feeling emotional about everything. For those who saw the Creed 3 trailer, R.I.P. to Ant-Man, because holy cow, is he not gonna... What is it, Jonathan Majors? Yeah. He bulked. He is... Swole in this Kang, this version of Kang. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> we are scared. We are shaking in our boots. Shaking in my boots for this MCU dad over here. I am excited for this film. Dreadfully excited for this mm-hmm. film um, because I feel like everyone knows the direction that it's gonna go in. But um, it basically introduces Kang. It also is gonna introduce uh, Modok, which yeah. we haven't seen in the MCU at least. We've only seen in other television networks mm-hmm. um and we're gonna see an older cassie it's basically just ant-man trying to make up for lost time after the blip and trying to gain back that t- it, that time jump of him missing cassie in growing up i guess obviously the biggest things with this trailer is the fact that we all think scott lang is gonna die <laughs> because um <laughs> let's be real after we saw the trailer, me and my brother were like, oh, like, we're oh, not no. even excited. We just looked at it and we're like, oh, no, he's not oh, going to make yeah. it out of this one. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's just so sad. I mean, it's bittersweet because I have a feeling that he's going to sacrifice himself for the sake of his daughter, mm-hmm. um, which hopefully, like, that's such a dad thing to do. Yeah. Um, but also another thing, since they're going into the quantum mania, quantum realm, a big rumor is that we're going to get the Fantastic Four. Either Ooh. mentions of them. A com- I mean, we already got confirmation. Yeah. But mentions of them. Maybe a quick little, like, quick scene. Um, you know, the way... Maybe. Was it in Deadpool when the X-Men just appeared for a quick second? <laughs> like, something yeah. like that. Or maybe, like, an end credit scene where, you know, we got confirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's one of the big things about the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Fantastic Four potentially being... Because the they're movie. casting right now. And everyone is coming up with their theories on who's going to be playing Mr. Fantastic. I mean, you know you know my choice. We all know what Jacinda's choice is. And I got him, so I'll die happy. For a movie. And it's a little crumb, a little breadcrumb. I just, okay. I love the show you, but I just hope it's not Pendangeli. I feel like he's too skinny for the role. (laughs) But that makes him lanky. (laughs) Stretchy. 
Um, who did you say? You sent me something. There is a post just fan theorizing that Zachary Levi could also play Mr. Fantastic. I and see that. I see if that. If y'all know me, I love me Zachary Levi, Levi with my heart. So I see Zachary. I could see it. Um, or even if by some miraculous reason they're able to pull the strings and get the original cast back. Ooh, Who knows? Right. Chris Evans coming back. I love how everyone's fo- so laser focused on Mr. Fantastic that they're like, Johnny Storm? We don't care. Hank? Eh, it's fine. It's Susie like, Storm? <laughs> we're fine. I texted this to you before, but I'm like, it's because I think that for the longest time, everyone has been advocating for John Krasinski, John Krasinski, John Krasinski. And then they actually listened and yeah. casted John Krasinski. So now it's like, okay. We're just going to shout louder. They're like, they're listening to the fans. They know what we want and they gave us what we wanted there's like endless possibilities now so now every brown haired middle aged actor is being put forward to middle aged white actor (laughs) middle aged white actor brown hair brown eyes um, or black hair brown eyes short hair semi curly you know Mm -hmm. that staple white man actor are being like portrayed or pushed forward to be Mr. Fantastic and it's something that I literally don't know who's going to be casted you know it's a mystery, and I think that's what makes everything so exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. When does it come out? Uh, in February. Oh. One more month. We one can do it. We can do it. We can do it. Literally, almost one month, right? Oh it's, my god! We're recording yeah. this on I think the seventeenth, February seventeenth. <gasps> oh in a my month. god! In a month, in a guys. Month. We're see you in a month. See you in a month. <laughs> um, but speaking about the Fantastic Four and just the possibility of the X Men and the X Men universe possibly going into this, um. Deadpool is making his debut in the MCU which is so exciting and yeah. one major announcement that we got was that um, Hugh Jackman is coming back as Hugh Logan Jackman. <laughs> um, so yeah he's coming back as Logan and it's literally like up in the air so we know he's going to get introduced into the MCU um, we know that he's very R-rated so I don't know how they're going to do that we hope that this Deadpool movie is going to stay R-rated because I mean R-rated movies are now on Disney Plus Yeah, they're not not okay with having it on there mm-hmm. it's just a matter of like but are they okay with making an r-rated movie that's the thing yeah um does disney have the balls to do this <laughs> um but yeah we have literally what september 2023 is when they said they're gonna release it i think so Ooh. so i mean who knows the marvel I mean, marvel is the postponed movies yeah so i mean we don't around know around the end of the year we don't know how that's gonna connect but somehow that should all connect because also it got rumored that Evan Peters is going to return as Quicksilver. Hopefully they do it better than what they did with WandaVision. Oh my god, if my theory, if they did my theory, that would have connected perfectly. Someone hire me at Marvel. Oh my god, should I say it again? Yeah, just to remind everyone. So, back when WandaVision times was just literally like two years ago now. Oh god, it's two years. Back, it's literally been the two-year anniversary a couple days ago. Yeah, so back during the WandaVision era, when we got um, Quicksilver and it revealed that it was Evan Peters, I thought, before they revealed that it was Ralph Boner, I thought that Agatha tapped into the multiverse and grabbed the wrong Quicksilver. And obviously she doesn't know what um, her like Wanda's Quicksilver is. She doesn't know that it's Pietro, not Peter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I thought that she went into the multiverse, grabbed the wrong Quicksilver, and then brought that forward. And then now he was this other Quicksilver in this other universe. Mm-hmm. That would have played so perfectly. But literally <laughs> gaslight Wanda and saying, oh yeah, this is for sure your brother. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. he's like, yeah. 
I run fast. <laughs> I go zoom zoom. <laughs> I go zoom zoom. Zoom zoom. No, but yeah, that's what I thought. And then that would have connected perfectly to this. Oh my god. Hire Jessica. Hire me. Hire us. Hire Please. us. Hire us. We love me. Choose me. Love me. Where is that from? Oh it's from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I don't watch that. I just know the meme. I used to. Oh my gosh. Those are the days. But yeah. But yeah. I, I, don't I think, think Hugh Jackman um, revealed recently that him and Deadpool are supposed to be like butting heads in this next movie. They're so, always butting heads. What do you mean? I mean, more so than, I mean, hopefully we still get that lovely road trip dynamic. <laughs> road trip duo dynamic. Yeah. Uh, I just, I cannot wait. Their chemistry they have is impeccable. I guess, depending on if we get Fantastic Four in the Quantumania movie, mm-hmm. that really depends on what's going to happen in Deadpool because we really don't know much about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Besides the big fact that, you know, everyone's always like, is Wolverine going to come back? Because he's also in Secret Wars. So we possibly... Does that mean that Hugh Jackman is also going to return in Secret Wars? Um, there could yeah. be a possibility. There's a bunch of rumors that are saying that um, Tobey Maguire could come back in Secret, Secret Wars. A, um, a lot of... Robert very, Downey Jr. Robert Downey making Jr. Making a cameo. Cameo, yeah. Damn. So many possibilities. So many we are excited. The possibilities are endless, and these actors want the Marvel money. Yeah. So you know they'll do it. <laughs> they will do anything. Okay. So after the whole Deadpool news, um, I guess one of the final things we want to talk about in regards to the MCU are things that we can remember because we are trying to condense four months worth of news oh, yeah. <laughs> into this. So if we forget anything, we forget something. Like it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, Daredevil. Just the fact yep. that we got him in She Hulk. Um, he's born co- again now. He's born again. The devil born again series. Kingpin is rumored um, to become the mayor of New York, and I think that's what the basis of Daredevil is gonna roll off of. Um, Punisher, the character and the actor, are also rumored to come back in Daredevil Born Again. And who knows if She-Hulk is also gonna make an appearance? But yeah, I think that's kind of the final MCU movie tv show news that we have yeah because daredevil is also 18 episodes jesus this is like a freaking which say TV if, network type. say if they do like three episodes the first day you know mm-hmm. that's still 15 episodes 15 weeks mm-hmm. how long is 15 weeks like three four months probably yeah now we're getting that much content within that that much matt murdoch Ooh! <laughs> oh yeah um to but, say the least we are excited we are excited because um, if you guys watch the Daredevil series, there's this one episode where Kingpin is like locked back, um, and then Daredevil finally won over him, and he like yells at him like, "You're never gonna see my face again. You're gonna never do this." Like he's basically like this big monologue about him finally winning over Kingpin, and then him coming back. Like yeah. I can't wait to see that dynamic. Oh, I love it. I love it. Like you thought you saw the last of me, and then now Daredevil has connections to the Avengers through Jen. Woo. Because obviously Jen is a Hulk and then she's related to the Hulk. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited for that series. Which is coming out next, next year. year. He's already started training for so the next show. Year. So yeah. Yeah, so next year. They're probably filming this year and then next year. Um, but yeah, and then also there's a bunch of celebrity news with the MCU oh, yeah. men. Um, Carissa, you want to take the bat out of the one that hurts you the most? Oh, this one. 
listen, I'm happy for the man, but it was like a shot through the heart with every time he said, babe, Chris Evans is no longer a single man, which I, listen, that man is too gorgeous to stay single, and I'm glad that he's happy and he has what he wanted, which is just being able to love someone. It just, he hard launched her on Instagram. Listen, uh, like I said, I'm happy for him. I support him <laughs> because the love of my life. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It, he the way he was doing the same thing he does with his brother, Scott. Just scaring ooh, each other. Scaring each other and did it with his girlfriend, and I'm just like, oh, that that stung a little. But I'm happy for you. I hope you have nothing but happiness in your life. <laughs> Um, also, the fact that he hard launched her in that way, which is something like Chris Evans is normal. Like he didn't have Instagram until over the pandemic. Yeah, he's like usually a private person, and the fact that he hard launched her like that, I was like, damn, damn, oh boys in love. Yep, <laughs> I'm happy for you, Chris. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy too, but let's get the facts straight. He is a Boston boy. He's a Boston mama's boy who's yes. also a Gemini. Who love? Who's a dog lover? Oh my gosh, yeah. that is just. Boston right there. So, I mean, good for you. Good for the happy couple. We're happy for you. We're happy. <laughs> From one happy couple to the next. <laughs> Woo. Um, so the date, I think we already said it. We're recording this on January 17th. Literally yes- yesterday. Yesterday. It was, I think it was a post on Dumois, um, which if you don't know, it's like a Spill Your Secrets website for like celebrities. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where a lot of people like found out that Ned from the Try Guys cheated on his wife and then that's where a bunch of celebrity news sometimes come from and sometimes it's actually credible but there was a rumor that Aaron Taylor Johnson slept with Joey King um, during their bullet train press tour in France and that somehow Redditors narrowed it down to it being during the Paris um, premiere or whatever like yeah the press tour for bullet train mm-hmm. when they were in Paris basically yeah that's where it happened and listen i don't like nothing against her it's just she's not my favorite actor joy king but erin if it has to be her run (laughs) i think the internet collectively hates the fact that he's married to his groomer yeah um which is and if you don't know erin taylor johnson played quicksilver in age of ultron uh wanda's sister um he is married to Sam Sam Taylor Johnson, Johnson, who is twice his age, pretty much. He is fifty-five, and Aaron he's Taylor 32. Johnson. Yeah, he's thirty-two. So you so, do the math. Yeah. Um, and it, they got together like, I want to say in his early, early twenties. I had this. I'm pretty sure it was like nineteen or twenty. Um, look to the together. math. Fifty-five minus thirty-two. Yep. Fifty-five minus thirty-two. So there is a twenty-three-year age gap. Like, I am not against consenting adults, but I am against grooming mm-hmm. to, like, to the fullest. And it's a classic example of grooming when you add, add the years. And it's just, it's sad to know that this is happening. And I know a lot of more people are being aware of it because of movies like bullet train and age of ultron with him being in the mcu because like he's an attractive man like he's one of those actors where like they put his face on it because he's an attractive man and then you research him and you're like oh my god he's married to that like like i'm pretty sure sam is an amazing person on her own but the fact that okay so they got married in 2012 
Aaron Taylor Johnson was 21 in 2012. Mm-hmm. And then Sam was 44. Yeah. Like, it, flip the tables the other way around. If It would not fly in Hollywood. If Sam was 21 and Aaron Taylor Johnson was 44, mm-hmm. then you would look at that and be like, come on. Like, yeah. that's not okay. Like, you would look at that and be like, okay, the woman's in it for the money. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't be like, that's grooming. But... And I don't like throwing that type of accusation around because that's a pretty huge accusation. Yeah. But, like, it's 100% grooming. And Aaron, if you have to, run run with Joey Case. I'll forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to get away from. And it's sad because they have kids together. No, yeah. And it's sad because you know that they're going to grow up and they're going to see. They're going to realize. I mean, they're going to realize. The internet's been around, you know. Yeah. So they're going to grow up and realize all these stuff is being said about their mother and they're gonna wait but I thought you guys were supposed to be in love and yeah. no like are you actually just grooming so yeah sadness happiness but sadness I don't condone cheating but <laughs> but if it means that Aaron t- like if he's realizing the situation he's in if he's realizing that holy guacamole I was groomed and I'm gonna get out of this relationship then go ahead get out yeah. the internet will literally forgive you for cheating yes. <laughs> <laughs> which is something that not a lot of people can say yeah okay so before we get into the next part of the episode i just want to thank our sponsors which is none because we have no sponsors <laughs> <laughs> um but if there are any people out there who want to sponsor us please let us know by hitting us up on instagram at phasing in podcast we do have a tiktok but i think i'm gonna delete that soon so yeah just instagram at phasing at podcast and our personal instagrams as well which is at jacenia x bravo and flower underscore carissa underscore power so yeah just follow us on there that's where we're gonna be updating everything and here's to the new year now let's get on with the episode all right so moving on from the mcu we are now going into the dcu and the major news that struck the internet by storm is that James Gunn is going to be taking over as the head of DCU in terms of the movies and writing in a lot of the direction that it's going to head into. Yeah, creatively, um, it's two of them. I forgot the other guy's name, but the other guy is like analytics producing like all the technical stuff. And then James Gunn is getting creative control, which at the beginning i was so excited i think i even said it in like one of the first episodes way back oh yeah um where because walter Mada used to be the head of dc um so i was like if anyone needs to replace walter Mada, um i would want james gunn i think it was for our comic-con prediction video and then you said you put it out in the universe and then it happened and i'm like oh we did that (laughs) Uh, tell the universe i want to take it back (laughs) (laughs) because holy shit the creative decisions that he has done within the last months it has shocked us. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you, James. First of all, he, br- Superman is, um, is teased at the end of Black Adam. All spoilers, but yeah, you guys oh know it's God. it is a podcast episode. The on day two, where I saw that and I texted Carissa. This was on the day that we were going to see Elton John, and it was like all good news. And then this happens, and I was just like, "Woo, awesome, amazing! Nothing can go wrong." And then literally like, not like two or three weeks later. Superman himself, Henry that's Cavill. Literally, all I wanted, like throughout, even when me and Carissa are just talking, I'm like, I just want Henry Cavill to come back, because Man of Steel two has been teased for such a long time, mm-hmm. and then he came out in the end credit scene, and then I was like, oh my god, he canceled The Witcher, his role in The Witcher, the lead, he is the lead of The Witcher, and he left for Superman. 
And then they just go ahead and betray him and they just like kick him out. Mm-hmm. They left him to the curb. Sad, sad times. I think the timing is that he was asked to be back, to come back as Superman. And then, but that was before James Gunn and the other guy officially signed on to be the new heads of DC. Mm-hmm. So once they became the new head, James was like, no, I have this plan already planned out and this is what I'm going to do. I think he wants a younger version of Superman. Yeah, and he's like, my plan does not involve Henry Cavill's Superman. I'm sorry. Man, that disappointed a lot of fans. But one thing I do appreciate is that, I don't know if anyone follows James Gunn on Twitter, he interacts with fans a lot. Mm-hmm. And he'll be respectful and be like, no. Like, that's how we found out. He's like, no. I took off James. I took off James. I took off Henry Cavill because I have this reason, this reason, this reason. Mm-hmm. And he is respectful. He doesn't go off on anyone, but he does respectfully interact with fans. Mm-hmm. Which is something I give him a brownie point for. Yeah. But I think when you were texting me, you were like, 911, 911 text. Because that's how we send our urgent messages. <laughs> and um, you just send a bunch of like articles saying that he is no longer Superman. He's like, I'm going to jump out of it. I was like, no! <laughs> I'm going to stop it! And then... Oh my gosh. I think I texted back. I'm like, James Gunn, you better be pooping out liquid gold if, you, if you're making creative decisions like this because that has a lot of back and forth, a lot of mixed signals coming out of the DCU with Batgirl being canceled, which is another topic we're discussing. I will say that's not his fault though. Yes. It is because not his fault. he did establish, because everyone was blaming him for everything, yeah. he's like, hey, my official like in charge-ness of the DC begins after Aquaman Mm -hmm. so anything that happened before Aquaman is not my job you know it's not my doing anything that happens beyond after Aquaman is what I'm gonna do yeah yeah Yeah. (sighs) speaking of Batgirl uh, it was pretty much fully filmed before it was done it was done it was shown to the cast and crew so they could at least see what they worked on (sighs) damn that was so sad I would have loved to see a Batgirl film the visuals look cool the costumes look cool her costume was a little you know on the nose when it came to comic really comic accuracy Mm -hmm. but then again that's how she looked like in the comics and it would have been so cool with the special effects and the special lighting that they would have taken a part on but uh, it kind of just makes me worried for the rest of the mcu movies that came before james gunn because if batgirl can be canceled but movies like the flash that is coming out with Ezra Miller after everything that, he, that the, they've Convicted done. Convicted felon Ezra Miller. It, I sometimes wonder what their priorities are when it comes to stuff like that. I get that it's a fully length film. I mean, Batgirl was done. but I And I get that The Flash has already been in this franchise for a while. But, like, they can, they can like, have an end credit scene that explains why he's gone. Or just soft recast him. Because... The, this this person is, Ezra is going has through some problems that he needs to work through yeah. um, and we're not going to get into everything that he's been um, accused we're not, of and yeah, we're not giving of. them any more credit um, but the rumor is that Ezra Miller's flash like for the new movie is going to like the trailer is going to come out during the Super Bowl which is in a few weeks and something about that like will okay I will watch The Flash because it's The Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, but something about that is icky, the fact that they still kept them. And part of me thinks, because DC has money, but they don't have a lot of money. Like, they don't have Marvel-level money, I want to say. Yeah. So, I think that they're just going to release the movie just to release it. 
if anything, if they're going to release The Flash, the least they could do is release Batgirl on HBO Max. Yeah. Because, please, just please. do. Just, just please. please. This is going to be an interesting press tour. Uh-huh. Interesting, to say the least. Or even if they're going to do one, because I don't Ooh, even know. Are they going to promote this movie? Because, I mean, I mean the Super Bowl trailer. But, but when it comes to actual promotion. James Gunn is literally trying to eat soup with a fork at this point like he's trying to scrabble all this together and like dc already has bad rap like there's those guys out there that are like oh marvel will never come like dc will never compare to marvel blah 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 yeah but he has worked with marvel so he knows how that universe works mm-hmm. i'm sure he's stuck with kevin and kevin is giving him tips and pointers on how to do everything so let's just see how this goes after aquaman also, yeah. Aquaman, we don't know how that's going to turn out. Ooh, yeah. I don't even know if they're going to keep all of Amber's scenes in it or if they're going to be specially editing it. But everything's up in the air at this point until the oh, movie actually comes out. Like you said, soft recast with Emma Clark. I think that was the big yeah, thing that That was wanted. the biggest fan cast that they did. And it was a big, heavy rumor that she was going to be taking over the role. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess moving on from that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so going on from one dreamy thing to the other, um, or I guess not others, just really hot tea. Um, a while, I'm gonna say like what three weeks, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, it was all over social media that Gal Gadot, Henry Cavill, and Ben Affleck all met over Zoom to potentially sue Warner Brothers over breach of contract because they okay Gal Gadot was promised Wonder Woman three, which is his own thing. Like the script writer said that. I forgot exactly what she said, but she said that the environment was unhealthy and that they were pressuring her to write Wonder Woman 3, but that Wonder Woman 3, like, the script that she had didn't live up to the potential that she had with the first script, so it was this whole thing. So that movie got scrapped. Obviously, we're never going to get Man of Steel 2, Uh, Um, which is why Henry Cavill hasn't, like, taken on many roles. I don't know if you've noticed that he hasn't taken on many roles, even though he's Henry Cavill, he can take on a bunch of them. Because he's been waiting on Man of Steel too, because he's like I need to be in shape for everything. I need to do this. I need to have time to like film this. And Ben Affleck wants to sue because he was promised another Batman movie and he was promised to direct that Batman movie, yeah. which obviously never happened either. Um, and ended up going with uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, Batman. And which I thought was an interesting choice. Wasn't that supposed to be in Batgirl? I honestly like it. Such like that whole drama is such a mess, but that was basically what the lawsuit was like borderlining on, and I get why they would want to sue. Yeah, literally, especially Henry giving up the role of the Witcher. Ooh, yeah, and you know how passionate he was about that that project. Like he loved the Witcher, he loved playing the games, and now he had to give that. Like up. he's a total nerd. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like his dog is named Cal. Cal L, like after his character in <laughs> Superman, and you're telling me this man is not playing Superman anymore. Ah, uh, like it just—it's so sad to see like passionate people just not having to give up the roles that they dreamed of. Yeah, and like Gal Gadot, if one thing that DC and Warner Brothers know how to do is cast, because mm-hmm. Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman, Jason Momoa is Aquaman, you know, Henry yeah. Cavill is Superman, um, but it's just like it's sad because all everyone in this fan base had so much hope and so much potential we held on to that hope for so long and just recently over the past few months everything came crumbling down yeah so i hope they sue um 
Warner Brothers because that's literally such a dumb thing to do. Yeah, it's disrespectful too, just because this is these are actors who put in a lot of their time and their passion into these mm-hmm. roles, only for them to be sidelined and be fired without. Henry Cavill quite literally found out through the internet that he was no longer Superman, right? The first time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the first time. <laughs> the first time, and then the second time, I think they notified him that... Um... Oh, no, James Gunn tweeted the fact that he, Henry Cavill isn't coming back as Superman because his Superman, he has another vision for Superman that doesn't involve Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. And then Henry Cavill put out a statement. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and just to show you that everyone's connected, Henry Cavill's now ex-manager mm-hmm. was Dwayne The Rock Johnson's ex-wife. Ooh. And Dwayne Johnson obviously advocated for it. Um, yeah. Henry Cavill. Who knows? Everything's connected. <laughs> Who knows how that friendship is doing now. Um, but speaking of The Rock, Black Adam. Yeah, Black Adam. I admittedly haven't seen it yet. But um, he is going on to be basically the DCU version of Robert Downey Jr. Uh-huh. And he's being treated as such, too. He, I mean, there's nothing much to say about the movie. Yes, we got a couple characters. We got connection to Shazam, too, because at the beginning of the movie, they're doing this, like, spell in Arabic, I think. This is, oh, yeah, my Black Adam. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking about Shazam or Black Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the spell, she goes, Shazam, which is, like, it's kind of out of pocket because you're, like, that's not Arabic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... I love Zachary Levi. He's so hilarious. I and love the fact him. that the entire Shazam family is coming in. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait for that movie. Yeah. And there's nothing more just like to say. Yeah. We love you, Zachary. We love you. I think last but not least, we just want to give a special shout out for DC for not canceling Blue Beetle. So we are very excited for that. Just because it's a it's a Mexican American story and about the Mexican American hero. Latinos are winning Let's left and right. We are. So we we got really are. God. We got the World Cup. <laughs> we got what else did we got we got oscar isaac as moon knight and um, we got Pe- argentina 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 <laughs> won for best foreign film at the golden globes latinos are just winning and in this film we have actors such as Sholo Maridueña, george lopez harvey guillen Woo! um raul or raul trujillo all these amazing and iconic Hispanic actors or Latino actors, whatever you want to call them, brown actors. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited for Blue Beetle. I'm so excited to get canceled. Thank God. Um, in the purge of the DC universe. In the purge. <laughs> During the purge. Um, but we can't wait to see what Sholo has in store for the DCU, and I hope they continue his story. And they just they're just not putting out the film just to put out the film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. anything left to say about the DC EU? I think I'm good. I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, Thank you for listening last year, even though we put out, like, what, five episodes? Five episodes. <laughs> Thank you for our loyal audience. Thank you for our audience, because we do see our analytics, and we do see that some people are actually, like, re-listening to the episodes, and we're Ooh. like, we need to get on this. Yeah. Um, we're uh, listening. We hear you. But here, cheers to, imagine we're holding champagne glasses, okay? Yeah. But cheers to 2023. Cheers mm-hmm. to all these new movies and series that are coming out. Um and yeah, I guess that's it. I can't wait to see what this year has in store with the podcast and with any MCU news that we might have. Yeah, best of luck to 2023. All right, thank you for listening, and here's to the new year. Here's to the new year.